You're listening to Radio Mayapur with the best devotional, meditation, kirtan music, and inspirational podcast. This is Radio Mayapur. Hello, welcome everybody. Today we are very fortunate. We are in Guwahati for Rata Yatra in Assam. The weather is very nice. It's cooled down a lot, raining every day. We hope that tomorrow when we have Rata Yatra it's not going to rain. Oh, yeah. We have to phone to Lord Indra and say, please don't send the rain, otherwise everybody <laughs> will get wet. But today we're very, very fortunate we are having with us, who has come for this special program of the Ratha Yatra, Amoga Lila Prabhu, who is a famous person in India. He will become famous also around the world and all over the universe. Of course, he's famous because he's a Krishna devotee and he's spreading Krishna consciousness. He's a B-Tech. And uh, it's a wonderful person, and he's a motivator, and mostly engaged in preaching to the youth, yes. because the youth is the future of our nation. Yes. So if Prabhupada say, if you cultivate them when they're young, mm-hmm. when they grow up, there is a chance that we do something good with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I will ask him immediately, jump into the question, how you perform your preaching, how you are so much mm-hmm. appreciated by the people, you are in YouTube, everybody loves you, so what is the secret? So, firstly, uh, I would like to say thank you to Ganga Prabhuji. And uh, I am sitting next to him. Prabhuji is a very senior devotee and having so many wonderful interviews of so many great Vaishnavas. And Radio Mayapur, which many people do not know, I would say it's a very good initiative. And so, firstly, sincere rest appreciations for such a wonderful attempt of of, uh, spreading the good news, the good words, so that people become happier in devotional service. So thank you, Ganga Prabhuji, for inviting me. I'm really right. privileged. I see you, sir. I see you as as my father, as my as my elderly uh, devotee, uh, a senior devotee, an inspiration for all of us. So interviewing me, in fact, I should be interviewing Ganga Prabhuji. <laughs> what are your secrets of spiritual success? But here it is happening other way around. Prabhuji is interviewing me. So before I begin to say anything, I I pay my respects to. Uh, Ganga Prabhuji, uh, and kindly bless me that I may speak something which uh, helps devotees sure. in the journey. Actually, our radio is listening from all over the world, around 10,000, wow. 5,000 to 10,000 people. Mostly people, they're driving cars, they're cooking ladies, and they're cleaning the house, and people around the world, they listen to our radio. So it's nice to uh, show to the people that there are devotees from all walks yeah, of life. Yeah. And so this yeah, is a yeah. great inspiration for everyone. Thank yeah. you for accepting Thank such a you. short notice. I met you this morning. We had a nice uh, press conference and I told you, let's do today the podcast for Radio Mayapur. Thank you so and much. And you accepted and here we are. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. Yes. So, so, how you are preaching to the youth? Okay, youth, uh, today I see that youth, uh, they are good, but somehow youth is becoming bhoot. Bhoot means ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because uh, there is so much of... Uh, uh, imposition from the media. Yes. And uh, because media is now no more seen as a source of entertainment, but media has become a source of uh, transformation. That's true. So people are seeing media as guru. There are spiritual teachers. They say so, Google knows everything. It's okay, no problem. They are doing their prayers. We accept them also. Okay. Okay. They're all Vaishnavas. Okay. So <laughs> not disturbing. Okay. So, so that means that, means, that uh, media can be good, media can, can be, be bad. Yes. And I would say that youth get influenced by two. One is art, one is education. Okay. Anyone who controls art and education in any country, they would rule that generation. 
So we see that in India, somehow the art, which is like movies and television and OTT platforms, is controlled by those who are anti-devotional, who are more into sense gratification, hip-hop life, fancy kind of life, glossy life. That's why we see that our youth is getting attracted to such a lifestyle. Second is education. Our education is more skill-based, but it is not value-based. And that's why we see youths are very skillful, but they're not having values. So we are, we are having very well-trained, educated machines. And that's what our youth is becoming nowadays. So in case we change the flavor of these two, that means if we change the flavor of art as well as education, the youth can change. So nowadays we are using YouTube or Instagram <laughs> and such platforms yes. uh, to educate the youth. And by God's grace, I must say, by Krishna's mercy, I am seeing such positive result from the uh, from the youth. Uh, like I give you one other example. I was uh, there in one of the programs. One, uh, some two three boys they came to me. They said that they are representing around 500 uh, uh, students club in Delhi University, mm-hmm. and they were all from left wing in the sense they were all not so religious. They were meat eaters, living a hedonistic kind of lifestyle. And after listening to my videos, all the 500 pe- people, they changed their from ideology from left wing to right wing. Wow. And now they are devotional, they are spiritual, they have t- uh, shifted to vegetarianism. So I'm not praising myself. What I'm saying no, is no. that in case uh, we give logical, sensible answers to their questions and ambiguities, and we become very good role models for them, even youth can change. Absolutely. So through YouTube, we are presenting this. That sometimes my lifestyle is being presented on YouTube and, and I'm also answering their questions. Sometimes we have just Q&A and all such videos answering controversial questions, yes. controversies from the Shastras, controversies in the science uh, and lifestyle. So when we address them uh, logically, sensibly, scripturally, then youth, they get connected. That means they are actually ready for spirituality, Absolutely. provided we give them in a genuine, bona fide way. So that way, I see that in India now there is a renunza. People are taking to spirituality all across the globe. I would say now there is a shift of consciousness. It's happening now. And I would say ISKCON is going to play a very vital role in this. Because ISKCON is the one which has got answers to all the questions on the planet. I was listening to one Christian missionary. Mm -hmm. He said anything and everything apart from Jesus Christ is coming from evil. Including those Hare Krishnas who have all the answers to all the questions on the planet. It was a praise. I I could see as an appreciation that he sees that we have got all the answers to all the questions on the planet. So, but yes, so in this way, I would say that Hare Krishnas, uh, the devotees, they are playing a very vital role, like using having this kind of audio podcast. This is a very innovative way of spreading the good message. Sure. So earlier, Sanatana Dharma was not, was not really into using this techno uh, style of education. But now it is coming up so nicely and such positive response is coming, heavy duty, so, which is very, very encouraging. Let me say one thing is that in India, I've been 45 years in mm-hmm. 77 India. I've seen a lot of wow. change, number one. But uh, I've seen many people, especially the youth, they see their father, grandfather doing puja, mm. uh, doing jagya, mm. chanting mantra, or going to temple. But nobody explained to them why. Why? So it's part of the cultural heritage, yeah. for sure. Yes. And some of them take it to say, okay, I'll go with my grandfather to temple. Yes. I'll go with my father to temple. They say, my grandfather used to go every day to temple. Yes. My father went so once in a month. I go once in a year. Mm. No, but slowly the culture becomes less and less because the influence of material nature yeah. is there. But as we explain the purpose, mm. 
It's not just a ritual. Yeah. Because ritual, okay, everybody's doing some ritual, this, yeah. that, ritual, that. Yeah. Everybody worshipping Ganesh, Durga, Shiva, yeah. and saying, Arti, same thing, Jai Jagadish, Are, okay, <laughs> Chalo. But then they go and smoke and drink. So what That's is the it. purpose? So once, like you said, role model. Yeah. This is very powerful because role model means this person is living what's talking. Yeah. It's not just in town. When I was in the school, I tell you, we have every year, every week, uh, one hour of religion teaching. So wow. the priest is coming in Rome, uh, you know, with a black dress, uh-huh. but he's smoking a cigarette and he's oh. teaching us about Jesus. So I told him, sir, oh, what? sorry, <laughs> but why are you smoking cigarette? He said, oh, you're very small. You should not smoke. Mm. But then what message is giving me when I grow up against smoke? Yeah. Or when I become more advanced, I can smoke. Or smoke is good or bad. It is not. So it's confusing. So similarly, because in ancient time, I think the Vedic culture was only given to the Brahmin. Yes. And everybody else was excluded. So it was very, you know, selective type. But now Christian consciousness is exploding all over the world. Shri Prabhupada bought Jagannath Festival mm. and Christian consciousness were open to everybody. Yes. So then when we explain to the youth why we're doing this, yeah. Why we are offering Agarbadi yeah. fire, yeah. water, That's anchor shift, mm-hmm. and why we are chanting this mantra? What is the benefit? What is yeah. the purpose? What is the ultimate goal of life? Yes. These people don't know. Absolutely. In fact, earlier education was given to everyone because the Brahmana's job was to give education. Yes. They would educate the Brahmanas, they would educate the Kshatriyas, the yes. Rashas, Azra, Shudras, everyone was getting educated. But later on, because of influence of Kalyuga, so this thing where it became very selective, that it's a privilege of the Brahmanas only. Yes. But now all glories to Srila Prabhupada, who has opened up the original spiritual culture, where <laughs> everyone was eligible for education. Absolutely. So now this is coming up. And now, like, sometimes people highlight the controversies in the scriptures. Like, say, for example, say, Lord Ram banishing Sita, or say, Mother Sita giving Agni Pariksha, or say, Lord Krishna dancing with women at midnight, Rasarila. <laughs> so people used to have these doubts, but nobody yes. was answering them. Yes. And then... Uh, no one Krishna, can explain to them. Nobody can explain way. as well. Philosophy yeah. So Krishna at the max was a playboy. And uh, Ram at the end, you know, was he cruel. Went, was cruel. <laughs> so nobody was answering. But now uh, there are people who are educating them, uh, the youth. And as doubts are getting cleared, so they are coming to Bhakti. Just like clouds, they cover the sun. So we can't see the sunlight completely. We can't perceive it. Completely. Similarly, the doubts of clouds, the clouds, they cover our faith, the sun. As soon as these clouds are dissipated, the doubts are dissipated, so the, the faith, the sun, would shine to its full glory. And that's what's happening now. So ISKCON is doing uh, a great contribution in this regard. I would like to ask you about the leadership in India, because Indian yeah. people are very fortunate. Oh yeah. This is Bharat Bhumi. Yes. It's a special place where there is Ganges, oh, yes. there is Vrindavan. There's yeah. Govardhana Hill, mm-hmm. there is Mayabu where Lord Chaitanya born. There is full of temples, even though thousands of temples have been destroyed by the British, by the Mughal, but still the culture remains. So how do you see the leadership of the whole world? Mm-hmm. You know, because India, Prabhupada say, the blind man and the layman. Yeah. So the world they're blind. Yeah. But we have the vision. Yes. And now we can help other people. The whole world can be enlightened yes. because the golden age is to come. Lord Chaitanya yes. predicted yes. you know, that 10,000 years of golden yes. age means yes. the, the, the golden, uh, the Satya Yuga will be reestablished again. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. So earlier, yes, this statement was true that India uh, was having vision but was lame. 
and West was having technology and all, so that's why they were not lame, but they were blind about spiritual knowledge. But now India is emerging so nicely that India is no more lame also. Yes. Like during COVID, India supplied 125 crore vaccines to the world, yes. which is incredible. Currently, India is the bowl of grains for the whole world, yes. whether it is Middle East, whether it is South America, North America, first class quality, first class quality grains, whether wheat, whether rice, it is being supplied by India to the whole world. Even Turkey, which speaks against India, India is giving grains to Turkey. <laughs> When they had earthquakes, so India we supplied medical, yeah, yeah, yeah. medical Many people. They went and helped. Very true. So, so I would say India is the talent hub. Absolutely. It's like a bowl of talent, and Wonderful. and uh, so that's why India is no more lame. Also, no. So vision is also there, as yeah. there are some spiritual leaders coming up, and we have glorious leadership of Narendra Modi, and going forward also we'll have many other great prime ministers like Yogi Aitinath and many other such people will be coming. So that's why I would say India will have the vision as well as technology, resources also. And India is not like a, uh, is like a ruler. India no. serves like a servant to everyone. So, and that's the beauty of, uh, of India. The Indian culture facilitates everyone. So that's why India was seen as guru of the whole world. People would come to India for education because spiritual education is remarkably good in India. Astrologically also, uh, India is ruled by guru. Yes. Like uh, America is ruled by Rahu. Now, who is more about hypocrisy, Color. sensuality, yeah. and all that. Like, Europe is controlled by Venus. So, there is more sensuality. Sensual. But India is ruled by Guru. So, that means there is less knowledge. of sensuality, but knowledge, learning, upliftment, empowerment. So, people used to come to India for knowledge. So, India has been like that. So, uh, politically speaking, the leadership is now more spiritual, more religious, very encouraging. Like, Narendra Modi ji, he wrote Vyas Puja offering. Uh, to some of the gurus on their Vyas Puja in Iskand, he wrote you know, as uh, word of appreciation, yeah. which has never happened in, before, in the history yeah. before. So that's so glorious. And they are very supportive to what we are doing. They are facilitating, like uh, in Calcutta, in Mayapur area also, we are receiving such support. So we see that uh, it is changing, so politically speaking. Spiritually, I would say now, even youth, they are coming to spirituality because now they are frustrated. Yeah, After living life. their uh, sensuality to the maximum extent, now they are feeling so hollow and shallow. They are experimenting with sexuality and sensuality, but they feel so hollow and shallow. After taking so much of drugs, they feel more hollow and shallow. So now what next? Here comes spiritual. the spiritual huh. culture now. So to. now they are coming. They are, it's a U-turn. Although this complete U-turn will take some maybe decades or maybe centuries or so. Sure. But it is happening now, which is so beautiful. That's wonderful. And actually, if you look in the history of India, uh, from the scripture point of view, India never attacked any other country. Anyone, yes. In fact, they welcome everybody. Yes. Then people came from all over the world, and there was Takshila was the first university in the oh. world, the ancient university. Yes. And they invited everybody there, 200 yes. teachers and uh, 2,000 students, yeah. and they learned many different science. Music, mm, art, they, they learn uh, painting, sculpture, mm, yeah. cooking, and so many wonderful things. Yeah, yeah. Astrology. Yes. So yeah. this is amazing. amazing. What India can contribute to the world because there is conflict, too much conflict, war uh -huh, yeah. in the last so many hundreds of years. There's always struggling and fighting, yeah. thinking that this is mine, this is your. You are yeah. black, I'm white, you are yeah. Russian, I'm yeah. this. Actually, there's a common factor. We are all spirit souls. Yes. Yes. We are all part and parts of the mm. Supreme Lord. Yeah. And the planet belongs to all of us. There is border created by man. Yeah. So, 
That's so this cool. is a, the very powerful point because oh. when people start to understand, I am not this body. Mm. I am not Russia. I am not Italian. I am not India. I am not America. I am not this. Who we are? Yeah. We are here, part yeah. and parcel of God. Yeah. We are here for some time, Absolutely. so we can share everything. Yes. 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 Actually, Prabhupada used to say we talk about universal brotherhood. Yes. But without common fatherhood, there cannot be universal brotherhood. Absolutely. So we have to bring that common fatherhood. That Krishna is our father. Yes. So let's be brothers. What to what is Indian? What Russian? What American? What Chinese? What South American? Because we are common fatherhood, so yeah. we have to focus on that. And Sri Prabhupada wanted to do this, and that's why he named the society as International yes. Society for Krishna Consciousness, so that we know that okay, common fatherhood. Yes, Patram yeah. is Krishna Swayam Bhagavad Gita. Ambaja Pradapita. I'm the seed giving father of all living entities. Yes, yes. And Krishna lost so much. Yeah. You know, life after life is giving a chance. Yes. Okay, you don't want to come, but please come next life. <laughs> Try to come <laughs> and we are in your heart. Yes. I'm trying to guide you back. We yes. are like lost in the material world, in this uh, ocean yeah. of uh, birth and death. Yes. But still, Krishna is giving us chance. Okay, yeah. try one more time. Okay, one more try time. one more time. Absolutely. Keep on trying one more time <laughs> until we come and surrender to the Lord yeah. and say, okay, Krishna, you are... What compassion, what yeah, love. Amazing. Indeed. Okay, now I want to ask you a very personal question. Now, uh-huh. How your life changed? Because you were studying, uh-huh. you are successful, uh-huh. you were doing computer coding and engineering and in computer and stuff. At what point in your life your direction of your life changed. You came in contact with some somebody, <laughs> some devotee, some prashada, some... Okay. I don't know. But everybody has a personal story. You know, how Krishna, yeah. when we are ready, is sending them the right person at the right time yeah. to change the direction of our lives. Yeah. Tell us. You know, one thing was, uh, before coming to ISKCON, yes. I, I was uh, in touch with some different gurus, okay. teachers, organizations, spiritual okay. organizations. Okay. So, I learned some, something from them, but... None of them could answer all of my questions mm-hmm. because I was like a walking question bank. Right. So they could not answer my questions. So it was very disheartening and disappointing every time I would meet a guru, uh, so to say. But, uh, but it was very disappointing. Also, I read the Bhagavad Gita, eight different versions of Bhagavad Gita. The most connecting and most uh, spiritually rejuvenating was Shri Prabhupada's version of Bhagavad Gita. Earlier, different versions were intellectually stimulating. But nothing was spiritually inspiring. Mm. But Sri Prabhupada's version, his purports, I could see that this person wants me to give someone. He mm. wants me to give Krishna. He has Krishna, he wants to give Krishna to the reader. That I could see in his purports. Mm. So uh, I had decided that I will become disciple of this man, Sri Prabhupada. <laughs> so after going through various, you know, on my journey, because when mm-hmm. I left my home, sure. I went to Jaipur from Dwarka and then Mumbai, Goa, Hyderabad, then finally I came back. Uh, came to Haridwar and Rishikesh and then finally came back to Delhi. But all throughout these different journey, I could not meet any spiritual master or teacher who would satisfy me in my spiritual journey, in my spiritual quest. But then I recall that that person, Bhagavad Gita, was awesome actually. <laughs> so I should actually surrender to him. So when, so when I, in Haridwar, I, I, uh, in Haridwar Rishikesh, I, I met some devotees. Uh, they oh. were for, foreigners west, from the western world, but they were Hare Krishna devotees. Oh, nice. They were distributing prasadam, they were singing wow. Hare Krishna. This was uh, very attractive for me, reason being I could see, oh, there are people from foreign nations are chanting Hare Krishna, even Indians are not doing so much of Hare Krishna as they are doing. That was, wow, amazing. <laughs> so I had some Q&A with them and I could see that, yes, they are very knowledgeable as well. Not that they are only just singing and dancing on the streets, they were also knowledgeable people. So that was very inspiring. Which year it was? It was year 2000. Wow. Nice. So, and who were the devotees? From where? 
they were from Europe, somewhere from uh, from England. Okay. Yeah, some devotees. Uh, they came in a group. You yeah, in a group, group of devotees. Yes. Yes. Just yes. visiting devotees. Absolutely. Absolutely. To see the Rishikesh. Yeah. Place. Beautiful. Absolutely. So after meeting them, so then I came, then I recalled that, oh yes, I read Bhagavad Swami Prabhupada. And these people are from same organization. Oh. So uh, again, so that, that was also inspiring that I should connect to her. But it was very disappointing for me that I came to know that Srila Prabhupada has left this world. Yes, oh, oh. Yes. So a uh, couple of months passed in, uh, in tension, in, in sadness, in moroseness. Yes. That, oh, finally I got the Guru, but this Guru has already <laughs> left this world. So, uh, but yes, but I could see. Okay, okay, no problem. But I could see some sincere followers of Srila Prabhupada, meeting them, yes. asking questions from yes. them. Yes. That yes. was very inspiring. Earlier, my plan was to make a lot of money <laughs> to serve poor people. Okay. But I could see poor people in this world are suffering less because of body, more because of the mind. Correct. So we should serve the minds of the people. How to serve the mind? So then I recall that by reading Bhagavad Gita, my mind was uplifted. So that means giving spiritual knowledge is the solution. Not just feeding the belly. So then I changed my plan from becoming a millionaire to becoming a monk. So that I full time I just give spiritual education and make people people's minds happy. If mind is happy, even you know I do not have something to eat, still I'll be happy because my yes. mind is happy. Yes, so that's why I decided to be a monk. But since I had some responsibilities at home, so that's why I did my graduation. I worked also for six years. Uh, offered uh, some as a as my as an offering of my love to my uh, to, to my parents, and then with their permission and their blessings, uh, I joined as full time as a monk, and they also blessed me that okay, you are not joining any, you're not, you're not joining Al Qaeda, you are no, joining, you are joining <laughs> Hare Krishna. Krishna. <laughs> we are spiritual terrorists. <laughs> we are joining Hare Krishna. So the ultimate, they, they also agreed, and now they, and of course my parents are staying next to my temple in Swandwarta. I meet my parents also. You yeah. have a brother and sisters? I have two sisters. They Both of them are married. Yes. Okay. So, I'm also married in a way that now in service to Krishna. Yes. yes. So, all of us are well settled. So, parents stay next to my temple. They come every day for darshan. I meet them. I hug them. So, nice. and they're also having spiritual journey. So, yes. so, things are going pretty well by Krishna's mercy. Okay. Now, I want to ask you a very personal question because uh, we are in Krishna consciousness because we have some higher test. Yes. So, one... Tell him, because in all our life, at one point, we test something that is unique, whether uh-huh. it's Kirtan, of yeah. course, Prashadam, uh-huh. or chanting of the only name. There's some point which gives us that Atma, mm. receive that special blessing and vision yeah. and influence. Of, you can feel directly in your heart yes. that Krishna is real. Yes. It's not just written in the book. Yes. It's yes. not just what somebody's telling. It's actually yes. there in my heart, and I'm connected with him. This is the ultimate yoga, yeah, yeah. you know, Bhakti. So tell us some of your experience. Um, one thing which was very uh, satisfying to my heart was Shri Prabhupada's books. Yes. Wow. What a, what what are these books? My goodness. They are not just uh, some kind of presentation on philosophy. I would say this person, Shri Prabhupada, has imbued love of God in his words. So that's why I, it was very, very heart, heart uh, uplifting, emotionally uplifting, spiritually uplifting, reading his books. So reading his books and chanting was were very very uplifting and and of course when with such knowledge when we chant then there is a different experience of uh, chanting like I I was once chanting I could see that uh, I am not chanting Krishna has taken over now I could see that wow this is awesome this is scary sometimes this is, yeah <laughs> so uh, this has never happened with any kind of meditation I have done before yes it is very I I can feel it that 
I am not chanting now. Krishna has taken control. Although as soon as I got into this and then I lost it. <laughs> but yes, those few minutes, glimpse. yeah, glimpse was there. So that I could see that yes, it's a bona fide process. Absolutely. Because that joy which I felt in those few minutes was not just some kind of mental, intellectual, emotional, it's or the, spiritual it process. was spiritual, absolutely. So I could see that yes, whatever is given experientially also, it is. That's what is keeping you on Krishna. Oh yes, and seeing great sadhus like Ganga Prabhu. No, I'm seeing not. Seeing sadhus <laughs> is also very inspirational. That the devotees, the uh, devotees living such pure life, all across the globe. The people in China they eat everything, but when we see devotees, they are pure vegetarian, yeah. without any garlic, offering food to Krishna. That means this bhakti thing is so powerful, powerful. that even people from such background like China, they become so pure and elevated devotees. That means this process is. Really, very, very powerful. It is. It is yeah. indeed. It's changing the life of yeah. millions of people. Millions of people. So, another question I want to ask you on a personal level: What is your future? How you see yourself in ten years, twenty years? Of course, you are a leader. Uh-huh. You are inspiring thousands of people. Are you aiming to become a sannyasi, no. or are you aiming to become a guru? <laughs> of course, you are a guru. You are a sexual guru because you are inspiring millions of people. That is to be recognized. But yeah. we know. But how you see yourself in the future? Okay. Because I don't you know, maintaining, maintaining our humble attitude is very important. Uh-huh. At the same time, we maybe have some desire or yeah. something. I'm just yes. uh, I would say I don't aspire to become a sannyasi or okay. a guru. Okay. Uh, because, uh, uh, because firstly, that, that requires a lot of purity. And I'm not that pure at all. So that's why uh, sannyasis are very, very elevated. In ISKCON, we see they are Paramahamsas, actually. So I can't be a Paramahamsa. I know that. That's a very exalted platform. So I would never aspire to become a guru or becoming a Diksha guru. I am struggling to chant my Hare Krishna. So how can I give Hare Krishna to someone? So no, you I, can. You can. You can give oh, no. everybody. That's your kindness. But uh, I can't. So I don't see myself as a guru or a sannyasi. I see myself as a brahmachari as I am today. Okay. I'll continue to serve like this because okay. I see that spiritual education is so much required. And uh, using social media platform to educate people more and more is what I see that in future also I'm doing what I'm doing now. Nice. So, uh, that's the way I can serve uh, people. In case Krishna has got some different plan, I'll go by the plan. But currently what I see myself is what I'm doing today. I'm doing this in a more diverse way, in a more creative and innovative way. I'm doing that. And serve the devotees so that they can take shelter of some guru or a sannyasi in ISKCON. So, that's what I see uh, as my profile 10 years from now. Okay, that's wonderful. So, will you be able, if you requested to travel also around the world? Yeah, of course, in case somebody invites me and then yes. I would be glad to serve the devotees. Okay. Yeah, in any nice. way, I, I can be of any usage. I'm yeah. a small person. I don't have much of potency that I travel across the globe to deliver people. My deliverance is questionable. What was you got delivering somebody else? See, I think, I think the fact that, that you're, you're repeating the message of Srila Prabhupada and Krishna, yeah. that is delivering people. Yeah. It's not we are delivering people. Yeah. We are the post people, postmen, yeah. come yeah. with the post envelope man. and say, okay, yeah, this is your yeah. envelope. Now enjoy this. And if the people take it sincerely, they will yeah. be 100%, uh, yeah. you know. Anything you want to tell to our listener? Uh, I would say keep listening to uh, Radio Mayapur. <laughs> okay. And it's, it's a very good platform. It's a very unique platform. Because there are so many visual platforms which are like YouTube and all that. It's very unique. While traveling, they can listen to it. While cooking food in the kitchen, they can do that. While going for a walk, they can listen to it. So that's why I think it's a very interesting format. Very unique. And keep listening to Mayapur Radio. And I wish all the very best. More and more subscribers come to Mayapur Radio. And uh, Maya becomes poor by (laughs) listening to Radio Mayapur. Mayapur. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) 
So uh, thank you very very much for inviting me. I'm really honored sitting before such an a, a great, great Vaishnava. It's a great pleasure. Uh, thank you, Prabhuji. Thank you so much for inviting me. Okay, thank you so much for all the, our listeners and thank you, Amoga Prabhu. It was a great pleasure to thank meet you. Thank you. And I hope to meet you again in Mayapur or wherever we go. Yes. We'll meet. If there is any service we can do for you, please let us know. Just keep blessing me. Thank you so Hare much. Jai Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Ananta Kodi Vaishnava Vrinda Ki Jai. Jai. Hari Hari You're listening to Radio Mayapur with the best devotional, meditation, kirtan music, and inspirational podcast. This is Radio Mayapur.